Hello, and welcome back to Inside the Park from Babson Park. I'm Jonathan Liskov, and today I am going to be joined by a celebrity in my life. On today's episode, I spoke with my brother and Nolan's Nana Bread CEO, Nolan Liskov. Nolan has been working hard to grow his banana bread business over the past year and is only looking forward to the future. Although there are some things that are going on behind the scenes at Nolan's Nana that have yet to be disclosed to the public, the growth that Nolan has seen over the last year is undeniable, and with the attitude he currently has, nothing can slow him down. The reason that I decided to bring Nolan on my sports business podcast today is not only for me to ask him some questions on record and to give him a chance to tell his story, but upcoming developments within Nolan's Nana will see him venturing into the sports media market. There is so much more for him to come, and he conducted such a great interview today. I can't wait for our March 2022 interview so we can see where he's at. Without further ado, here's the Nana Man. Today, I'm joined by someone I'm very excited to talk to, uh, CEO, head baker at Nolan's Nana, my very own brother, Nolan Liskov. Nolan, thanks for coming on the pod today, brother. Hey, it's my pleasure, Johnny. Thanks for having me on, man. So, uh, a lot of people don't really know, because they can't know yet, but a lot of things are going on behind the scenes at Nolan's Nana. Um, I know that you're really excited about it. The family's super excited about it. I'm super excited about it. So, I think right now is the perfect time to talk to you, because... I want to come back and next year around this time and have another interview uh, and see where you've, where you've taken off to because I know that you're about to take off. You know you're about to take off. So let's get, let's get this out on, on the Internet, let people hear what's going on so next year we can check in and see how you're doing. Totally. I think that's uh, a great thing. Wicked cool. I'm actually going to start introducing some of the big things we have. I think this is a great way to get it out to the public and uh, great thing for your podcast. Uh, great for listeners, so I'm super excited to talk about it. So the first question I've got for you today is, when did you first really think that uh, you had something for real with Nolan's Nana Bread, not just something that was kind of like, oh, I'm enjoying making this bread, people like it. When did you really set your sights on, okay, let's make this happen? So it's kind of actually a funny story how this whole thing got started. Um, As you know, obviously, because you were the really one behind it, I started making the banana bread, just giving it to my friends, my family, and you and my family were like, this could really, this could really happen, and so Sarah, who's my sister, just started an Instagram for me, um, she didn't even ask me, I didn't even know she was going to do it, she just started an Instagram, um, you know, saying we're going to do this, and I was on board, and we kind of took it, took it off, we started uh, Instagram with a Google Sheet, and we did our first test run and a bunch of people were supporting me. You know, I had a bunch of orders from friends, like I said, family. We did uh, t-shirts at first and a bunch of people were getting those. And we actually got too overwhelmed where we had to stop the order form and kind of regroup and find a way that we could do this at the level that we wanted to. And then we took some time off. We figured out different, you know, ways of production to be more efficient, um, you know, at first I was using mom's ingredients. I had to get my own whole ingredients. So I think it was when we came back after the relaunch and the demand was just the same, if not more than it was before. I was like, all right, this can be consistent because as you know, I'm going to talk about uh, if you come and get banana bread, you're coming back. So I think that was great. Um, and I'd say that second relaunch when the, when the demand was still super high, I knew that I could really make a business out of this. I, I honestly kind of forgot about 
the the shutdown, the first international shutdown, because we were like, wait, wait, we can't get people bread. Like they're ordering and they we don't have ingredients or the means to make this. Like we actually have to shut the business down. That's a really funny funny story and one of those that I kind of wanted to get out on the pod because like a lot of people don't really remember. Like when you first started, the the demand was so overwhelming that you had to stop. And um, I I mean it just shows that like you said, your customer retention rate, people come back, they want to reorder. So uh, I think that was pretty clear, pretty clear. You made that very well, well said. Totally, so totally. The, yeah, so the second question I've got for you today uh, kind of leads into that where you say people, when you, they get their hands on it, uh, they, they come back. And you are always known for saying that your Nana is quality product. Like I, That's what I tell people because that's what you tell people. So what makes your Nana so damn special? Like, what is it about the company? What is it about the bread that makes you so special? So I think the best answer to that question is I always, always, always try to do my best to get the bread out as fresh as I can because, like you said, with a commodity, a quality product like this, the fresher it is, the better it's going to be every time. So I try to get it. I try to get it next day. Sometimes that doesn't happen, so – Two to three days is when it usually gets delivered, but I'd say just the freshness of the of the bread, you know. You know how different it is. You've had banana bread five minutes out of the oven when it's steaming hot. The chocolate chips are still melting. Like, it, it's just different. So, getting that fresh bread out and the, the, the bread will do it for itself, you know. If you order and you get it in your hands and I get it to you fresh, like I said, the bread, the product, it's going to speak for itself and, and you will be back for more. I um I actually was telling people at Babson because um as I would tell people one of my responsibilities as vice president is trying to drive sales and I get people bread at Babson and they they're like okay I'll pick it up tomorrow and then if they don't get it tomorrow and then I I tell them I'm like you got to get this bread now because every day that ticks by like it's still gonna be great don't get me wrong but like you got to have it fresh. So I think that that you that uh that does definitely is true. So yeah. my that that kind of leads into my new my next question, which is uh, something that I've really liked about selling at Babson is like seeing the new customer reactions and things like that. So my next question for you is: when you see a new customer loving your bread uh, and showing love to you, whether that be on Instagram or in person, how does that make you feel as the CEO and this being your baby? How does that make you feel? Well. When I see a new name on the order form or on the website, that's what kind of excites me most, not uh, actually seeing them enjoy it. Because when I see their name in a new order, I know they're going to love it. That's the thing. That's um, kind of funny. So when I see the new name, I'm like, all right, that's kind of my goal, you know, is try to get to them as fresh as I can because I truly do know that, like I've been saying, the product's going to speak for itself. And we're going to talk about the business a little more and what the business really means. But like we've been saying the whole time, um, the product, it's going to do its thing. It's going to speak for itself. And if you haven't tried it, you need to. So definitely get hit. Agreed, agreed. Um, and I, I think you kind of were, you just tapped uh, into it a little bit, talking about the business aspect of it. So that, might, that, again, leads into my next question, which is you've got some things in the works in the kitchen specifically – I, I'm, that's all I'm going to say, nothing else. You've got some things in the works. Like, how do you think that Nolan's Nana as a business, the way that it's structured right now, why does it set you up for success going forward, and why does it give you such a great space to grow and really kind of make this what you want it to? 
So I think we've done a great job in the first year and a half, kind of really, really explaining to our customers that, you know, buying, sharing, and eating the bread is bigger than the bread itself. Um, and that's kind of what you got out with the company, but we want to be more than the banana bread. Our, we want our product to represent something, and that really is happiness. Um, we want our product to just spread happiness throughout the world, and like we, we try to do, um, I give back as much as I can, you know, and so we'll talk about that a little bit later as well, but like I just said, I think that actually the process of buying, sharing, and eating the bread is, is bigger than the bread itself. So I, I agree with you. I think that one of the reasons that things have been so successful is because of the way that you've structured yourself to set up. I mean, it's more than banana bread, and it's, it's a little bit bigger than that. So I think that I can commend you for that because um, it gives you a space where you're not just selling a commodity product. Like I said to you this morning, like, you can go on the Internet right now and find 100 people who are selling banana bread, and they, they'll tell you that their banana bread is the best. But the way you set it up is your banana bread stands for so much more, and that's why I'm so happy to be a, a, the vice president of this company because I do feel as though you are spreading happiness, and that's only going to continue. Um, so for that, as a 19-year-old high school student, for you to be doing that, not only do I give you major props, but I think you're really going to make a difference in your community, especially as you continue to grow. Thanks. I appreciate that, Johnny. You know, you've, uh, you've been in the works the whole time. It's um, where I come from a background, marketing family. Um, all of us have been in the marketing program. So we've all really worked hard to try to find the way to do that. You know, really a business means deeper than its products and its services. And like we've been saying, I think we found, uh, found a sweet spot and we, we're going to continue to grow. Yes, sir. So the reason that I felt like it was time for me to have the Nana Man on inside the park was because although this is a this is supposed to be a sports business podcast, something that Nolan's Nana is slowly starting to venture into, which people also don't know about, and I'm not going to also give too much away yet, but you're starting to venture into the sports industry a little bit. So people who hear this, maybe it's a little early, they're a little bit confused, but now is the time to have you on the pod and I'm going to ask you how much you feel a potential partnership would help you to grow Nolan's Nana and really get that exposure that you need. Yeah, well, it would be it would be everything. You know, uh, you go to Babson Business School, partnerships and really getting in touch with bigger other companies, finding another audience, um, that's everything, like I said. So we do have something that will work. Super excited. Um something we both love and passionate about and something that can really truly grow to the what we thought could could never be done and uh, could be way quicker than we thought would happen so a partnership would be everything um, right now we still are a, a small business so you know we have a, a couple thousand dollars in the business but these big sports companies and these brands they uh, they require a lot so you know you just have to keep your head down and you have to really see the end goal and um, you have to set little checkpoints for yourself and just check those check those goals off. And if you keep moving forward, then, then you'll reach where you want to be. Very well said. Very well said. I mean, if I if I heard that and I was a listener and I didn't know that you're 19, that's that's good. Very good wisdom for your age, man. Like I we as a family have had discussions behind your back about the way that we've seen you kind of grow and mature 
through this business. And I kind of think that it's very clear through the way that you kind of are conducting this interview and the way that you conduct business and the way that you kind of um, do your thing, how, how clear that is. So I also just want to give you props for that as well. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate that. My guy. So I, uh, I actually think that kind of leads into my next question, which is for you kind of just give, have a second to reflect. If you had a space, which you do right now, to say thank you to anyone for whatever, who is the, who did the thank yous go out to and what, what makes this so special? Uh, the thank yous go out to all my customers. You know, hopefully I have a bunch listening to this podcast. Um, I know people at Babson, they, they're customers. So it goes out to the customers because if I didn't have people in my community really wanting to support me and wanting to try what I'm doing, then I would be nothing right now. You know, if we, if we launched that first order form and I got three orders, um, you know, an order next week, then it wouldn't have given me motivation to keep going. And it would have been, it would have been sad to see. It would have been like, all right, we tried, but it's not here. It's, it's really my customers and the amazing community we live in. Um, everyone that orders, and like I said, they come back and reorder because the bread speaks for itself, and they they love to support a a young, hardworking uh, high schooler. So it's really all my customers and the the amazing community that I live in. I um. What you saying that kind of makes me remember that something that I've heard during my time at Babson is usually for entrepreneurs, it takes a couple of ventures to find the venture. And I'm not saying that this is the venture, but like you said, there's a, there's an alternate universe where that first order, order form, you get a couple of orders and like, oh, the bread's good. You make it. I enjoy it. But like the, the support from the community really is what kind of drove this to allow it to happen. So I think that that was very well said. That was a great, great answer to the question that I asked. Yeah, I also want to mention one, one more thing before we move on to this question. Um, I live here in Plymouth, and this is where, like, most of the orders come from. And just the community of Plymouth has been so, like, overwhelming with support. As you know, uh, the organization Full Plates, Full Hearts just reached out to me with a fundraiser giving back to the cherished seniors of Plymouth. Um, and just stuff like that, and they give me the opportunity to really put my brand out there in a, a great way that represents, like we've been trying to say, happiness. Um, and so the community of Plymouth has been so great with its support and, you know, shout-outs, um, fundraisers, and everything. And so I'm so blessed um, for everyone that's ordered a loaf of my bread, and I can't wait to get uh, bread in the hands of more people. Yes, sir. As we get into the uh, the home stretch of this pod, I got – a couple of good questions for you, a little bit more personal. Um, the next question is, what is one thing that people don't know about Nolan's Nana Brad that they should know? Uh, honestly, it's that we're not going anywhere. Um, like, I, like I said, we're a small business, but we have major things in the works. And I can tell you that you will see my name around big time, you know, I'm talking New York City, I'm talking around places, um, like you said, organizations, different partnerships, you know, we're not going anywhere. We're only continuing to grow. Um, we've grown more than I could have ever imagined in the first year, and the second year looks like it's going to be even more astronomical in growth. So, to all the people listening and to all the people, my customers, not listening, whoever it is, we're not going anywhere, we're sticking around, and we're going to boom. Yes, sir. 
I agree 100%. Yeah, you got what? to seek it to resistance, Johnny. You know that. Oh, I know that. You know. So the the next question also I want to give the, the people a space because I honestly – I don't even know. I don't call you by your name anymore. Like when I refer to you, I'm looking at your contact on my phone right now. It says, it says banana man. Like that's your name for me. So I want to give kind of you an opportunity to take a step back from the nana man personality and answer what's one thing that people know that people don't know about Nolan Liskov that they should. One thing that most people don't know about me that they should is. I care more about other people than myself. Um, like I said, I love to give back. I'm the president of the Best Buddies organization at my school. Um, I donate a couple of loaves to the homeless every week. Um, it's just I love seeing other people succeed. And I think that's it goes back to the community of Plymouth. It's the same way with other people. Um, and that's how we've been so successful is we give we give something up and it comes back in return great. So, you know, if you are unselfish and you give back, it really is going to come back in the best way possible for you. So that's what I say is I'm working unselfish and I love seeing other people around me do the do the best they can in every way. Absolutely. I think that's really well said and it's it's good because I think my as a family we can probably say the same, but this has given you an opportunity to take that where it was at one point kind of just like inside of you, and now you can t- use Nolan's Annika, project it out and show people instead of just telling it. Because as you said, like if you said that, if you gave me that answer and we were standing here like, wait, like you haven't really done anything, like you're kind of, that's kind of like empty words. Like those words do not have empty meaning. Like, You've shown time and time again through Nolan's Nana that you really do want to give back any way you can. So I think that was a great answer. And not only that, but you back, you've backed it up already in one year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And then so lastly, I mean, Nolan, honestly, I'm obviously wasn't too hard to get you to come on the pod. But I do want to thank you for coming on and giving me such great answers and conducting such a great interview because it's not easy. It's not easy to conduct a good interview when you're getting asked questions. So uh, you did a great job. I really hope that people who listen to this enjoy it. I know that when I go back and listen to it, I'm going to enjoy listening to it back. So the last question I have for you is just a broad one, a journalist basic question. Is there anything else you want to tell the people about Nolan's Nana, about yourself, about what's up? Just open uh, space. Yeah, for sure. So one thing I want to say is, you know, I say it all the time. This is what the business is about is keep spreading happiness. Um, Keep being unselfish. Make people around you better. And like I just said in the last question, you know, it will all come back to better yourself. Uh, and that's what Nolan is all about is just happiness, love, especially with the, the days we're in right now, Johnny. You know how it can be. Um, and it can be hard, you know, not seeing people as much as you do. But, you know, you're doing a great thing with your project at Babson, spreading positivity through messages, you know, a quick email, a quick text to make someone's day. So just keep spreading happiness in the time that we're in right now because it really it will be better in the long run for everyone. So, yeah, that's all I got to say, my man. Nana, man, thanks again for coming on, and I really, uh, really enjoyed talking to you. My pleasure. I hope your uh, your your customers at Babson who who love the Nana uh, listen to this, and I hope that uh, your pod continues to grow because 
you're doing big things as well, my man. So keep it up. Appreciate it. I'm going to see you real soon, bro. Absolutely. I'll be in touch. Thank you. Yep. Again, I thank Nolan for his time, and he even told me that he paused making his most recent Babson order to speak with me. So thanks again, Nanaman. We are all so proud of Nolan, and as a vice president, I also want to thank the people who have been so great in supporting Nolan and our family as we take NNB off the ground. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from the Nanaman, as I really enjoyed it, and I loved getting to ask him some questions in a more professional-style environment. My next interview will be taking place on Wednesday, so stay tuned for more upcoming content. Until then, take care, everyone, and thanks for listening.